coming up on The Potter's Touch. When anxiety attacks, you are anxious because you have forgotten that your steps have been ordered. The Bible teaches that he cannot curse what God has blessed. He can't stop you from being blessed. He wants to stop you from enjoying the blessing that God gave you. So stand right in the middle of what he's trying to steal and start thanking me for it. With prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, he said, now that your attitude is right, he said, now we can talk about it. Make your requests made known. Whatever was set up against you, the threat is Hello, everybody. I'm excited to have this opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. The message today is when anxiety attacks. It is so important because many of you are going through anxious moments and times. You can't talk to anybody about it. You're there at work. You're stressed out. You're overwhelmed. You're in the house. You're ready to pull your hair out. I've got a word for you. Take a look at this. What good is all the things you attain? if you can't enjoy them for worrying about losing them. You prayed that somebody would come in your life that loves you, but you can't enjoy the love because you're worried about losing them. You don't trust what God has done. <laughs> you're trying to keep it yourself. You don't think that the God who was God enough to give it is God enough to keep it. So you're worried about... I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm going to keep walking till I nail it down. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. He says you got three weapons you can use against it. Three weapons you can use against anxiety. He says, anxiety wins when you shut up. All three weapons require that you speak. So as long as you suffer in silence, the enemy wins. He said, I'll give you three weapons and all of them require your mouth for them to materialize. I'll give you prayer to fight it off with. I'll give you what you stop doing. You still dancing, but you don't pray. You dance because the music is good. <laughs> you dance because you're caught up in the excitement and the atmosphere. But you got a better praise life than you do a prayer life, and therefore you don't have peace because, oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You can't dance in the peace. You can dance in the joy, but you can't dance in the peace. I'm a little old school. I don't mind it. I like it. I'm not offended when you call me old school. I'm proud of it. 
I wear it as a badge of honor. I was old school when I was young. Hey! I was old school when I was in my 20s, baby. Because the old folk knew how to pray. The old folk knew how to plead the blood. Say that the blood is against you. You don't even hear it anymore, but we used to have prayer meetings. Nobody was preaching. Everybody was praying, and they come to church to pray. If my people who are called by my name. Slap your neighbor and say, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. When all hell is breaking loose, open your mouth. When the enemy comes in like a flood, open your mouth. When you wake up in a cold sweat, open your mouth. I give you prayer. Prayer. Look at your neighbor, look at him boldly in the face, say, you need to pray. You're worried, you're stressed out, you're hypertensive, you're nervous, you're shaking, you're getting the sweats, you're slapping the dog and you're kicking the cat. You need to pray. I know it's old school. I know you want deep revelation. I don't care what you want. You need to pray. I need to see the bishop. You don't need to see the bishop. You need to see the Lord. He said, the second weapon, I'm gonna give you a supplication. Supplication is in the prayer family, but it is a unique kind of prayer. When you supplicate, you lay prostrate. It's, it's the act of getting down with it. It's the act of lowering yourself. It's the act of prostrating yourself in the presence of God. In other words, it is the act of humility. This is too much for me. <laughs> I'm turning this over to you. I love Johnny, but I'm turning Johnny over. <laughs> I'm turning this over to you. I admit my limitations when I supplicate. I'm not smart enough for the situation I'm in. I'm out of ideas, I'm out of tricks, I'm out of options, I'm gonna supplicate, I'm gonna turn it over to a higher power. I bow my knee, I humble myself, I lower myself. In other words, if you get rid of your pride, you'll get rid of your problem. Humble yourself. If my people, Supplication. 
says, this battle is not mine. It belongs to the Lord. The enemy may be moving the pieces on my chessboard, but his opponent is not me. The guy sitting on the other side of the chessboard is God. The battle is not mine, it belongs to God. You may move me this way or that way, but the battle is not mine, it belongs to God. It belongs to God. I don't have to think of nothing because God has got a strategy. I humble myself. I humble myself to the strategy and the wisdom of God who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. And if he don't get me out of it, then he's going to bless me through it. Brother, I was going, Brother Byron, I was going through a terrible time, a personal hell. My emotions were crushed. My nerves were fried. All hell was breaking loose in my life. Thought I'd lose everything. Everything I worked all my life to build. Thought it was falling apart. I walked down in the field behind my house and I told God, I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. I hate this. This is that which I feared has come upon me. It is painful, it's difficult, and it is disruptive. But if you allowed it to happen, I know that you love me too much to hurt me. And if you allowed me to go through it, even though it's not something I would pick for myself, if you allowed me to suffer it, oh, y'all don't hear what I say. I know you are for me. If it got through your fence, if it climbed over your wall, I know you're going to use it in some way for my good. I supplicate myself. I throw myself on the mercy of the court. All that I have belongs. Y'all don't know how to pray. You can only pray like that when you know who God is in you. And if it were to my detriment, you would not allow it. So even if you hurt my feelings, and even if you break my heart, and even if you redirect my life, and even if you reorder my steps, though he slay me, <laughs> Hallelujah! Though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. You gotta have a rock in you that I can only dig down so far before I start scraping your rock, that place of resistance that says, I don't care what you do, I'm not going no lower than this. I'm not going no lower than this. The most you can do is knock me to my knees.
The sharpest people take time to sharpen their tools. I'm inviting entrepreneurs to come in for tune-up and allow us to pour further information and data into your heart so that you can be successful at what you're trying to do. You are only limited by your own creativity. You can wake up at any age and be successful. Do we build the business up to sell or do we leave it to our children? What do you think about series LLCs? The one thing you cannot buy with money is your tenacity, perseverance. That's what's gonna make you succeed. I want you to come to Dallas, Texas and meet me there along with a lot of skilled clinicians that are gonna pour into you information that will propel your vision. I am able to look at my business, but I'm also able to look at my spiritual growth and how they can partner together. Whether you are building a barbershop or whether you're starting a tech corp, I want you to meet me here. I'm telling you, you're gonna learn some things that's gonna make this an investment with a great payoff. The third thing I'm going to give you to fight with, the third thing I'm going to give you to fight with, the third thing I'm going to give you to fight with is thankfulness. Gosh, Shakai. <laughs> Anytime the terrorist attacks you, start counting your blessings. Start counting your blessings. Start rehearsing how many things I did for you. Start recognizing and remembering everything that he's threatening you with, I already gave it to you. He couldn't threaten to steal it if it wasn't yours in the first place. So stand right in the middle of what he's trying to steal and start thanking me for it. I know it don't look like much, it may only be two fish and five loaves of bread, but lift it up and say, Father, I thank you. Thank me for the job you don't like. Thank me for the people that get on your nerves. You see, my brothers and sisters, he's using the people because he wants your attitude. He wants you to be miserable. He can't stop you from being blessed. The Bible teaches that he cannot curse what God has blessed. He can't stop you from being blessed. He wants to stop you from enjoying the blessing that God gave you when anxiety attacks. Anybody getting something out of what I'm teaching? He said, with prayer and supplication and add to your supplication thanksgiving. He said, now that your attitude is right and you're not frantic and you're not fearful and you're not distressed and you're not approaching me in a state of panic. He said, now we can talk about it. Make your requests made known. <laughs> I can't talk to you while you're hysterical. So we're going to use prayer. We're going to use supplication. We're going to use thanksgiving. And he says, now, make your requests made known. I don't want you talking to me out of a place of anxiety. 
I don't want you to approach me in a panic like you're about to go down. I want you to come to me with confidence that I'm enough. <laughs> Get in my face and tell me I know you enough. You're enough for cancer. You're enough for diabetes. You're enough for distress. I know. <laughs> I know. And then he says, the peace of God. Now, I want you to get this real good. This is not your peace. The, the big word here is the little word. The big word here isn't peace. The big word here is of. <laughs> the big word is of. It is not your peace. It is the peace of God. That means this peace originates from God. This peace comes from hanging around God. This is not your natural order. This is not your natural personality. This is not the way you would normally handle it. This peace that you have, the world didn't give it to you. And the world can't take it away. I want to go to another scripture. Can I show you another scripture? I want to show you this scripture because I love this scripture. I like it. I think it really epitomizes what we're talking about. 1 Kings 19, 1 through 8. Take a look at it real quick. 1 Kings 19, 1 through 8. My God. My God. We're going to kill some anxiety today. So Ahab has talked to Jezebel about Elijah, and Elijah was nowhere around. But terrorism doesn't work if you don't hear about it. So the next verse says, and Ahab told Jezebel all that he'd done. The next verse says, go to the next one. Then Jezebel sent a messenger, underline messenger. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. I'm going to do to you what you did to the prophets of Baal by tomorrow about this time. I'm going to tear you up. I'm going to get you. I'm going to bankrupt you. I'm going to leave you homeless. You're going to die a terrible death. You're never going to live past 48. You're never, you're never. By tomorrow at this time, I got a clock on it. I'm going to kill you in the next 24 hours. But the threat doesn't work if Elijah doesn't hear about it because the threat is nothing without a messenger. So there will always be somebody <laughs> who makes sure you hear about what could have happened and what would happen and what might happen. Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Come on. And when he saw that, he arose and started running for his life. And he came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there 
Now, he's running for his life. And when he comes to Beersheba, he leaves his servant there because anxiety always will place you in isolation. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows but Jesus. In order for anxiety to be effective, it must have privacy with you. So he has now put his servant out at Beersheba, and he goes on out a little further into the wilderness. Put my text back up. And when he saw that he rose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there going, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die. Let me just die so I don't have to see it. She gonna kill me, so let me die. Uh, excuse me, Elijah, that don't make any sense. If you're praying to die, go to Jezebel. It's enough now, Lord, take my life. If you want your life over, go to Jezebel. I'm not better than my father's. I accept my generational curses. Kill me too. The problem I have with this verse is not so much with him wanting to die. I understand that. I don't condone it, but I understand it. It is enough. I've had enough too. Lord Jesus, it's enough. I've had enough. This is enough. I just, enough is enough. I just can't I, 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 I take away my life. I don't like my life. I don't like my life. There's nothing, excuse me, man. There's nothing wrong with your life, dude. The only thing that happened in your life is she threatened you. Everything else in your life is still normal. You're going to throw away all of your life over anxiety? You gonna go into a catatonic state of complete depression over a threat? But that's not the thing that gets me the most. The thing that gets me the most about this verse is when it says he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. It is that day that arrests me. He went a day's journey into the wilderness and said, it is enough. Take my life. It is that day against the other day. You remember the other day? The other day, Jezebel said, by this time tomorrow, look, the, the clock had run out on the threat. The clock had run out on the threat and Boo's still running. He's all depressed. He doesn't even notice that the Lord kept him through the whole duration 
of her threat. He doesn't even stop to say thank you. The threat is over. I don't know who I came to preach to, but the Lord said the threat is This is the time in the service that everybody's shouting over something different because everybody's threat is something different. But the Lord said whatever was set up against you, the threat is I am so glad I could share this word with you today. Anxiety is a tool that Satan uses to keep us from resting in the promises of God. The enemy will have you imagining every possible negative outcome to destroy your peace and abort God's plan for your life. Don't give in to his terrorism. When anxiety attacks, seek God in prayer. Hold on to his promise and praise him for the victory, even if it's in advance. God will give you supernatural peace and deliver on every one of his promises. I want to take one more moment and thank all of our Global Partner System members. Our partners receive special gifts and invitations to really nice events and they have a really great time. But being a partner is really about sowing into the ministry so that we can share the love of Christ around the world. For those wanting to become a partner, just text the letters GPS to the number 28950 and along with any giving amount, we want to hear from you today. Or you can go to tdjpartners.org. Either way, I'll be glad to hear from you. God bless you. Take care. After you've overcome all the issues of your past, anxiety is when the enemy worries you to death about your future. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's comforting two-message set, Anxious for Nothing, on CD, and this calming print art. You can make it depressed. You can make it without fruit. But you can't make it without the vine. And when your gift is $70 or more, we will add the Do Not Worry collection that includes four CDs and a companion journal. God is getting ready to put you on the escalator from fruit to more fruit to much fruit. However, when your gift is $120 or more, you will receive the Do Not Worry and Anxious for Nothing resources, the art print, New King James Version Bible, and journaling through the Psalms book. Anytime you can hear bad news and still have a good attitude, that is the peace of God. If in Canada, visit online or call to order your digital downloads today. Why do I load down my bag with things I don't need? I want to circumspectly, with great precision, tailor my life down to the things that are necessary to get me where I'm trying to go. To create your own reality, your own business, your own company, to be the CEO of you. You can only be fruitful if you are seedful. God never made a chair in all of his years of being God. He's never made a chair. He's never made a table. He just made a tree. And the rest of it was up to us. Right. When God hands you a tree, imagine a table, a chair, imagine a log cabin, imagine what it can be, imagine what it can be. Explore this thought-provoking topic and more at this year's International Pastors and Leadership Conference. Register today at 1-800-BISHOP-2 or pastorsandleaders.org. 
Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.